I come with a word which I believe the Lord has laid on my heart to share with you all this morning. I come with a word that I pray will help us to truly understand who we are, what we have been given, and use it to the glory of God. The word I bring this morning is from the book of Ephesians. Time wouldn't allow me to go into a detailed background analysis of the book of Ephesians, but to lay some context. The book of Ephesians is a general letter written by the Apostle Paul. It is a letter, in this letter, Paul doesn't deal with any false teaching, as in his other letters, neither does he deal with any problems or questions. The letter is structured in two halves. The first half, chapter one to three, is about our relationship in Christ. The second half, chapter four to six, is about our relationship to others in the Lord. It is, it is Christ who gives us our relationship to God and he is the Lord who governs our relationship. Glory to God. In the first half of the letter, Paul outlines how salvation has come to believers. And in the second half, he shows how we should behave once we have become believers because there is a way we should behave, amen? There is a way we should behave, amen? Amen. In the first half, it is concentrating on what happens inside the church and in the second half, what happens outside the church. An examination of chapters one to three shows that Paul is explaining the doctrine of, of salvation in the context of a service of worship. Chapter four to six are concerned with our response to what God has done. And it is from the second half of the letter that I bring the word to you this morning. So please turn your Bibles with me and let's go to Ephesians chapter six as I read from verse 10 to 17. And if you can stand with me, I ask you to stand for the reading of God's holy word. Ephesians six, verse 10 to 17. Glory to God. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in heavenly places. Therefore, take up the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day. And having done all to stand, stand therefore, having girded your waist with truth, having put on the breastplate of righteousness, and having shod your feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace, above all, taking the shield of faith, with which you will be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked one, and take the helmet of salvation, the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. We honor the word of God by saying, Amen. Amen. Hallelujah, you may be seated, thank you. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. From this portion of scripture, I'd like to draw your attention to the word stand, which is mentioned four times in these seven verses. Verse 11 says, able to stand. Verse 13, able to withstand and to stand. And verse 14, again, we find the word stand. Paul draws emphasis on the word, which tells us he wants the reader to understand that he's saying something very important, is of significance. He wants the reader 
of this letter to sit up and take note. He wants them to pay attention, not just read and move on, but stop, look closely, pay attention, and take note of what is being said. It is important. Glory be to God. And this morning from these verses of scripture, the title or the theme of this message this morning is take your stance and stand your ground. Take your stance, Brother Phil, and stand your ground. Shireen, take your stance and stand your ground. My brothers, take your stance and stand your ground. My sisters, take your stance and stand your ground. Youth, take your stand and stand your ground. Glory be to God. Paul begins this, this portion of scripture with the word, finally. Hallelujah. Finally, my brethren, be strong. Finally, from chapters 1 to this very point in chapter 6, verse 10, Paul has carefully established our place in Jesus and the basis of the Christian walk. He now comes to the end of this letter and here in chapter 6, verse 10, he uses the word finally. He uses the word finally, which means that in light of all that is previously said, he said all that God has done for us is in chapters 1 to to six to this point, the glorious standing we have as children of God, God's great plan for salvation through Christian maturity growth, which he gives us to us, in the light of the conduct God calls every believer to, in light of the filling of the Spirit and our walk in the Spirit, in light of all of this, in light of all of this, Paul is saying, in light of all of this, there is a battle to fight in the Christian life. And we have to be able to stand, stand, stand in all of what Paul said that we are in Christ Jesus in chapter 1. And all of the glorious things that we read about in this book of Ephesians, Paul comes now to this point and he says, finally brethren, he's talking to the saints, he says brethren, he's talking to the children of God, he's talking to the saints of God, he says finally brethren, be strong, not strong in yourself." Not strong in your intellect, not strong in your position, not strong in your title, not strong in your assets, not strong in your wealth. For none of this can help us, brethren. We are to be strong in the Lord Jesus Christ and in the power of his might. Glory be to God. Glory be to God. We are to be strong and stand strong in him. You know, some of us started out strong. Glory be to God. There were some who started out on fire for God and the things of God. Some were madly in love with Jesus, love spending time with him in his word and in his company, coming and communing with him and with him with us and and leaning on him, waiting on him. But as time has gone on, brethren, as time has gone on, some have grown weary. Some have gone tired. Blessed be the name of Jesus this morning. Hallelujah. Some have become disappointed. Some have become frustrated. Some have become, have even, some have even turned away from the sound doctrine. They're not listening to sound doctrine anymore. They're listening to all kinds of fables. Second Timothy 4, 3 to 4 tells us, Second Timothy 4, verse 3 to 4 says, For the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine. My God, aren't we in that time? But after their own loss shall they heap to themselves teachers having itching ears and they shall turn away 
hallelujah, their ears from the truth and she'll be turned onto fables. We are living in this time. Some have even, the fire has even gone out. The fire has been extinguished. Some, hallelujah, have lost their first love like the church in Ephesus in Revelation chapter 2 verse 4. Some have turned from sound doctrine, I've just said, like the church in Pergamum, Revelations 2, verse 14 to 16. Some have turned to sexual immorality, like the church in Thyatira, Revelations 20 to 23. Some, have, some are spiritually dead. Some of us are spiritually dead, pretending to be alive, like the church in Sardis. Some of us are lukewarm. We neither hot nor cold, like the church in Lycidia. But we are to be strong, remain faithful like the church of Philadelphia, Revelation 3, verse 7 to 10. They were weak, but they proved strong. They kept the word of the Lord and did not deny him. It's not time for Christians to grow weary, spiritually weak and weary, for we are soldiers. We are in a war. Glory be to God. I've heard it say recently, we are warriors and not warriors. We are to be warriors and not warriors. We are to be warriors and not warriors. Glory be to God. Look at all that's happening around us in the world. We are truly in perilous times. Second Timothy chapter 3, verse 3. There's, there's, a, there's a virus, this COVID virus. Everywhere you go, we're talking about COVID. COVID, COVID, COVID. Some of us some of us, us, some of us, some of us as Christians have made COVID become a, an idol. We talk about COVID more than we talk about the word of God. We talk about COVID more than we pray. We talk about COVID more than we fast. We talk about COVID more than anything to do with God. And we're not denying that COVID is real. We're not denying that people are sick. We're not denying that people are losing their lives. We're not denying none of that. But our God is a lion. The lion of Judah is roaring. Can stand against us. You think COVID can match our God? He said, if my people who are called by my name would humble themselves and pray and turn, then he will hear. Stop exalting COVID. COVID is like Dagon in the house of God. Because 
people have lost their lives in these last 18 months. And we are here by the grace and the mercy of God. Are we frightened? We are frightened. The devil is a liar. I watch the football. I don't watch football. God, you know I'm going on the town. I'm just going with spirit. I don't watch football. And I watched it in the day when England was playing. I don't know when they were playing, but they were playing. And you look in the stadium. And the people in the stadium, Pastor. Hundreds, maybe thousands. I don't know how many in the stadium watching 20. Watching 22 men kick one ball. No mask. No social distancing. Nothing. Jenny, nothing. The children of darkness are out there having a field day. Worshipping their gods. Enjoying themselves and, and grace. In the, the stadium, that's their temple. And we sit down watching them, watching them. Having a good time. And we come to the house of God and we sit down, we fall up our hand, our mouth shut. The devil is a liar. We will not be silenced. We will not be silenced. Am I saying we must be stupid? No, not at all. We have guidelines. They put guidelines in place for us to follow. So we follow them. But come on, saints of God. Come on, church of God. In who do you believe? Who do you put your trust in? You're afraid for dead? To die. The Bible says to die is to be absent from the body. It's to be present with the Lord. We're going to die one day anyway. Sufficient strength or power of our own. 
No amount of going to the gym can help us. However, spiritual strength, courage, and power are necessary. Let me say it again. Spiritual strength, courage, and power are necessary for our spiritual warfare. It is in Christ alone that our help comes from and our strength comes from. It is Christ alone to the power of the blessed Holy Spirit. Stop leaving out the Holy Spirit. Don't leave him out. He's our agent. He's our friend. He's our helper. Our comforter. Our guide. The one who will lead us into all truth, Adrian. You don't leave your keys or your phone. We take up our phone now and our key and our handbag and our mask, Sister Janice, and the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit will leave him. Yes, that's the coming of the day. Give me my phone, give me my key, give me my mask. What about give me my phone, give me my key, and give me my Bible? Oh, give me my Bible first. Then my key. I need my phone. We need the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Not only are we to be strong, but we are to put on the whole armor. <laughs> the whole armor of God. Paul says, put it on. Put it on. The full armor. The armor is prepared for us by God. Do you know who gives you the armor? God gives us our armor. God gives us our armor. So if God gives us the armor, that means the armor good to fight with. The armor is not from man. Saul tried to give Paul his armor. I mean, give David, thank you, Phil, his armor. But, but David couldn't wear Saul's armor. Saul came in the power of Almighty God, but God gives us our armor. We must put it on. You have a responsibility. I have a responsibility to put it on. Put on the old armor of God. Hallelujah. That you're able to stand in, the, in this day. Glory be to God. We need to be fully armed so that we are able to hold out, to overcome all of the enemy's assaults. Blessed be the name of Jesus. Blessed be our na the name of Jesus. What are we to stand for, brethren? What are we to, to take a stance and stand for? What are you to take a stance and stand for? What are you to take a stance and stand for? Let me tell you, holiness. Hallelujah. Stand for holiness. Stand for your faith. Blessed be the name of Jesus. Stand for Jesus Christ. Stand for righteousness. Stand for truth. Stand for sound doctrine. Do not compromise the gospel of Jesus Christ. Do not compromise it. Stand for the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth, which is the word of God. Hallelujah. Brethren, the war is on. The war is on. Satan is after our children. My God, my God. He's after our grandchildren. Our nieces, our nephews, is after our youth. Not only is he after them, he has hold of some of them. Drugs, 
all kinds of stuff. My God. It's got all of our marriages. It's coming to some of our marriages. It's in there. Sitting down, dropping 10. And we're not even seeing Suzette. It's so subtle. It's cunning. It's sneaky. It's crafty. But you gotta come on, put on the old armor. It's in our houses. Jesus, have mercy. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. My God is in our health, attacking us with all kinds of health challenges, diseases and sicknesses. It's even intimidating the church of the living God. It puts me in mind of the story of David and Goliath, 1 Samuel chapter 17. Goliath was intimidating the army of the living God. And the scripture tells us that on hearing the Philistines' word, Saul and all, all of Israel were dismayed and terrified. These were the army of the living God that were afraid. These were trained soldiers, trained for battle. They spent years in training and preparation for war. But when the war came, when they were challenged, they cowered away and were afraid. Today, many Christians are living in fear and are hiding, carrying away because they have a Goliath to face. The, the, the Goliath named COVID. Yes, Jenny. A Goliath named COVID is frightening some of us. A Goliath named cancer and glaucoma and diabetes and all kinds of illness. A Goliath named unemployment. A Goliath that is intimidating the children of the Most High God. A Goliath that's intimidating the army of the Most High God. The Bible says in 1 Samuel chapter 17, 24, whenever the Israelites saw the man, Goliath, they all fled from him in great fear. What will be done? David asked, this is verse 27, who is this uncircumcised Philistine that should defy the army of the living God? Lord have mercy. Watch out for the ones that will want to challenge you when you rise up to go fight the battle. When you get, when you get down in prayer and fasting and you start selling out for the Lord, watch those. Like Eli, what's in brother name? Eliab. Who said to David, why you come down here? Watch out for the ones that when you make up your mind, you're going to take a stance for the Lord. They're going to be quick, Sharon, to say, look at her. She thinks she's holy. She thinks she's righteous. She thinks she's this. He thinks he's that. But listen, arise. Watch the face. Set your face like flints. For Christ I live and for him I die. Blessed be the name of Jesus. The church, the Christian way, is not a way of escape, but it's a way of endurance. The Christian way isn't a way of escape, but it's a way of endurance. I'm coming down shortly. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. We are fully armed, protected for battle in the whole armor of God. Verse 14 of our text says, Stand firm then with the belt of truth. Buckle. Fasten your belt. Buckle up your waist. 
with the belt of truth. Put on the breastplate of righteousness. Hallelujah. Shod your feet with the gospel of peace. Be peaceful. Seek peace. Walk in peace. Talk peace. Live peace. Take the helmet of salvation. Guard your mind. Guard your mind. Because the enemy is after our minds. Guard your mind. Be careful what you listen to, what you watch, the company you're in. Watch out for your children, your grandchildren, your nieces and your nephew. Protect them. Watch out for them. And take the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. This is our sword. This is our sword. I don't have a shield. But imagine, Philip, I've got my shield, Adrian. My God, Pastor, the shield of faith and the sword of the Spirit. And when the enemy comes in after me, I quote the scripture. I know who I am. Read the word. Pray the word. Speak the word. Will the word. Get thee behind me, Satan. Pray the word. Use the word. Stop using your own language. Pray the word. Speak the word. Read it. So when trouble come, you'll know what to say, what to wield after the enemy. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And then Paul says, brethren, we are to pray. That's in verse 18. Thank you, Pastor. 18. Praying always with all prayers and supplication in the spirit. 2 Corinthians 10.4 tells us the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but they are mighty. They are mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. We are to stand in prayer, stand in fasting, stand in worship, stand, 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 stand. And finally, finally, soldiers of God, I'm calling you to arise. I'm calling you, soldiers of God, to stand. Do not fear, for we stand in Christ Jesus, and he's never lost a battle. Never lost a battle, and he's not going to lose one. God has not left us defenseless, but he's provided everything we need to wage war on the enemy. Therefore, we must not retreat or surrender or fall prey to the enemy. Don't go AWOL now. Don't go AWOL. Don't go AWOL. Some soldiers go AWOL. When the battle gets fierce, they run away. And they have to send for the, 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 the court mark, the, 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 whoever to go find them. When they find them, they bring them back to the court martial them. Don't go AWOL now. Good soldiers, Christian soldiers. Hallelujah. Don't be found missing on duty. Don't be found missing on duty. Be vigilant, soldiers of God. But rather stand. Stand. Having been all to stand, stand. And the song that is written, I wish I could sing like Grace or Adrian or Shireen, but I won't attempt to sing. I'll just read the song this morning. Hallelujah. Stand up. Stand up for Jesus. 
ye soldiers of the cross, if high is royal banner, it must not suffer loss. From victory unto victory, his army he shall lead till every foe is vanquished and Christ is Lord indeed. Stand up! Stand up for Jesus. The trumpet call obey for to the mighty conflict in this his glorious day. Ye that our men now serve him against unnumbered foes, let courage rise with danger and strength to strength oppose. Stand up! Stand up for Jesus. Stand in his strength alone. The arm of flesh will fail you. You dare not trust your own. Put on! <laughs> Salvation army. Put it on! The old armor. Put it on! Put on salvation armor and watching unto prayer where duty calls or danger be never wanting there. Stand up! Stand up for Jesus. The strife will not be long. This day, the noise of battle. The next, the victor's song. To him that overcometh, a crown of life shall be. He with the king of glory shall reign eternally. Stand up. Stand up for Jesus. Christian soldiers, stand up. Stand strong in your stance. Don't move. Don't be intimidated because you serve a mighty God and the battle is his in the precious name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Blessed be the name of Jesus. Blessed be the name of Jesus.